Let's head to the KRDO Newsline here at 637. Well, after a better-than-expected jobs report last week, now all eyes looking towards the Fed Reserve as they meet next week to decide on any changes to the interest rate. Of course, uh, all those meetings have been followed by an increase to the basis rate. So what should we expect next? We're joined by editor-in-chief at investopedia.com, Caleb Silver. And uh, Caleb, really, what should we be kind of keeping an eye on, not only for the Fed, but market as we head towards another Fed meeting? Yeah, you can book the fact that the Fed's going to raise interest rates next week when it meets probably a half a percent. Remember, it's been raising interest rates three-quarters of a percent for the past four meetings. That's a really aggressive rate-hiking campaign. It's going to slow the pace because inflation is coming down, believe it or not. It's starting to slow. You're seeing it in different markets, especially the housing market and the car sales market. But they're going to raise rates again. They'll probably do it again when they meet in the beginning of next year as well. Why? Because the Fed wants inflation down near 2%. If you look at core inflation today, it's right around 5.5%. And, of course, the worry is that uh, raising them too much, those rates, uh, could result in a recession if it hasn't already. Uh, Will this recession look different than other recessions the U.S. has undergone? Because, I mean, one, this would be worldwide. It's not just the U.S. facing something like this. Yeah, folks are predicting recession here in the United States, not that deep and not that long. We'll get into that in a second, but around the world, especially in Europe and the UK, you're probably going to see a pretty deep recession. They're facing very, very high natural gas prices over there uh, and a very unstable uh, uh, labor market. Here in the United States, we're in better shape than we were 10 years ago, believe it or not. We were way over leveraged on our homes. We borrowed too much money uh, and households and businesses are in better shape today than they were back then. That's why the Fed doesn't think it's going to be that deep a recession. And also, if you still look at all the indicators that we look at, spending is holding up, retail sales are holding up, manufacturing still holding up, but and the labor market still holding up. So all the things that we look at uh, that for recessionary indicators, not as bad as we would think they were going into one. Yeah, and you know, there's always been that kind of concern as far as uh, using that uh, the big recession word because, you know, we're still seeing that positive uh, light when it comes to the job figures as well as uh, some wage figures recently coming out as well. Yeah, wages continue to increase up 5.5% this year. And while that's great for workers and workers, especially in the services industry, um, it's very difficult for businesses. Why? Because they end up having to pass those costs on to consumers. Eventually, consumers pull back on their spending. And this is what the Fed actually wants. The Fed wants to cool down the overall economy. It wants that inflation target at 2%. Again, we're about 5.5%, so there's a big gap there. On the other hand, you're seeing layoffs in the big tech companies right now who are overstaffed, especially with the white-collar workers. They grew so fast over the last 10 years. Growth is going to slow, and when interest rates rise, their borrowing costs go up. So you have an imbalance in the labor market. Can't get enough workers in trucking. Can't get enough workers in in uh, healthcare. But you but you have too many workers in the tech sector, and especially in some of those big growth companies. Right. You you have Twitter and Amazon and others doing layoffs. I, I wonder if any of those workers will then you know seek out jobs that that may be completely out of their wheelhouse, uh, but at the same time uh, de- in desperate need for uh, truck drivers and such. Yeah, you, we'll see if people do that transition. A lot of folks still quitting the labor market. There are 10.3 million jobs available. That's about 1.7 jobs for every available worker. But those sectors that need it most are not the ones that are getting a lot of uh, uh, applications. Trucking, 
uh, healthcare, I mentioned, education. We've lost a lot of education workers. So you have an imbalance in the labor market, and it's probably going to take a recession to work that out. Well, and with that in mind, is that goal of 2% inflation, is that actually reachable and obtainable at this point? Well, we were at below 2% inflation for about 15 years, so we've been there before. It's just that we had such a weird imbalance of demand coming out of the pandemic, especially in the services part of the economy. That's what's driven inflation, plus uh, Russia's invasion of Ukraine driving up gas prices. And now those have come way down. I was just we're driving through Colorado. I saw gas prices under $3 a gallon in some places. So you're seeing some demand destruction there. Uh, at the same time, you know, this is this could be one of those six to eight month recessions next year that folks need to brace for. Well, it'll be interesting to see what uh, happens and how long this will last. Caleb, we appreciate your insight. Thank you.